I'm your host today, Austin Williams. We just listened to a work by Pamela Z. It's out of her uh, timepiece triptych pieces. Um, That movement was called Declaratives in the First Person. Today we'll be exploring pieces that use spoken word in many different ways. Um, As you heard in the Pamela Z work, she definitely had spoken word, but it was looped and manipulated with electronic means. And we're going to be looking at uh, just a variety of different ways that people use spoken word and uh, incorporate it into their music. The next piece we're going to listen to comes from a group that, uh, rather a duo, uh, that goes under the moniker of uh, Toshi and Ashley. Uh, and this piece is called From Dreams Photographed. Enjoy. <laughs> Gotten. <laughs> 
From Dreams Photographed by Toshi and Ashley. A little bit of a dive into a noise and electronic soundscape going on there. Uh, kind of see the influence of maybe some EDM and otherwise uh, going on there. Uh, Toshi of the, of the duo actually is a pretty accomplished um, producer and sound designer in his own right with uh, a lot of the stuff he does with Korg and uh, other electronic companies. So... Now we're going to move on to something that's maybe a bit more traditional or what other people might think of when they get spoken word. Uh, This is going to be the piece Nina by this group called M is Black Enough. Um, I discovered them through National Sawdust and they did a wonderful concert um, or virtual concert showcasing their work. Uh, The group consists of kind of an interesting combination of instruments. It's a drum set, steel pan and cello. Um, and there's some electronic instruments uh, incorporated. And then they have uh, more or less an MC who has uh, slam poetry or uh, poetry that he otherwise uh, places on top of the music. So you'll see a lot of influence uh, of hip hop, but I, th- I really think that they kind of bridge this wonderful gap of uh, multiculturalism and pluralism in general. So um, again, this is going to be Nina by M is Black Enough. Nina! The bodega used to be a grocery store. The liquor store used to be a pizza parlor. This cafe used to be an Italian restaurant. 
kiosk used to be Joe, an old man on a little stool. The yoga studio used to be a butcher's. The bar with jars of M&Ms on the counter used to be a candy store. This park used to be a park. With cracked vials and potholes on the running track. And dirt in the center of the field where grass should be. And that dog run was a field of geraniums. The Dominican restaurant used to be cheap, used to have a line out the door. I used to be able to afford to live above it and come down in the middle of the night and get half a chicken and a Heineken, especially after my girl left and I was tired staring at the linoleum and the sloping floors. The organic market used to be a sneaker store. Kim's Grocery used to sell 40s. The subway stop used to be dangerous. This coffee shop used to be a law office run by Mr. Jenkins. That sushi bar used to be the Jamaican spot. Those condos used to be a three-family house. I loved a woman who lived there. The barbershop used to be a papa's house and was once overrun by rats. We filled in the spaces between the steps leading down to what used to be the storage room but was your papa's floor. We clubbed the rats when we saw them. They screamed like children. The tie joint used to be the OTB, and every morning Joe, the old man on the stool, walked there, bought coffee for 50 cents, placed two $2 bets, went back to his stool, called out to me, hey, young fella, and told me how it used to be. Coffee used to be 50 cents. Nina? I hope you enjoyed Nina by M is Black Enough. I think they're just such an awesome group doing some really uh wonderful things, just exploring pluralism and how to incorporate um, an MC into uh, just live performance with a unique combination of instruments. Uh, if you're interested in more of their music, the full concert is available on YouTube. You can uh, just YouTube M is Black Enough and their concert at um, National Sawdust, I believe, is on that uh, page. Again, that was Nina by M is Black Enough. Moving forward, we're about to do something a little different. Um, this next work is by a lesser-known composer, sound artist, that goes under the name Redacted Bell. 
this piece definitely takes a deeper dive into noise and experimentation, but also has a wonderful uh, contrast with that and very clear spoken poetry. The name of the piece is Sucking Stones. I am not sure the origin of the um, words. It could be from the artist um, or a collaboration they did with another poet. I was unable to find that information. But um, the entire piece is about 35 minutes long. I trimmed off the first 10 minutes um, while very beautiful and definitely adds to the work um we want to keep things as concise as we can on here um so without further ado um this is sucking stones by redacted bell they were pebbles but I call them stones. Yes, on this occasion, I laid in a considerable store. I distributed them equally between my four pockets and sucked them turn and turn about. This raised a problem which I first solved in the following way. I'd say 16 stones, four in each of my four pockets, these being the two pockets of my trousers and the two pockets of my greatcoat. Taking a stone from the right pocket of my greatcoat and putting it in my mouth, I replaced it in the right pocket of my greatcoat by a stone from the right pocket of my trousers which I replaced by a stone from the left pocket of my trousers. Which I replaced by a stone from the left pocket of my greatcoat. Which I replaced by the stone which was in my mouth as soon as I had finished sucking it. Thus, there were still four stones in each of my four pockets. Taking a stone By a stone from the left pocket, pocket of, of my, my trousers, which I replaced by a stone from the pocket of my greatcoat, which I replaced by the stone which was in my mouth as soon as I finished, finished sucking from the right pocket of my greatcoat and putting it in my mouth. I replaced it in the right pocket of my greatcoat by a stone from the left pocket of my trousers. Which I replaced by a stone from the pocket of my greatcoat. Which I replaced by the stone which was in my mouth. As soon as, as I, I had by a stone from the right pocket of my trousers. By a stone from the right pocket of my trousers. By a stone from the left pocket of my trousers. By a stone from the right pocket of my greatcoat. By a stone of my trousers. By a stone. By a stone in the right from the pocket. pocket. By a stone from the right of my pocket coat. of my trousers. By a stone from the by left a stone pocket. By a stone in the right of my greatcoat. 
by a stone. By a stone from the left. From by a stone from the left pocket. The right pocket of my trousers. Of my great coat. By a stone from the right pocket of my trousers. By a stone from the left pocket of my trousers. By a stone in the right pocket of my great coat. By a stone. By a stone from the right pocket of my trousers, of my great coat. By a stone in the right pocket. By a stone in the left pocket of my trousers. By a stone in the right pocket of my trousers. By a stone in the right pocket by a stone from my great coat the right left pocket pocket of my trousers by a stone by a stone By a stone from the left stone pocket of my trousers. By a stone from the right pocket of my stone coat. From the left, by a stone from trousers pocket of my trousers. By a stone from the left pocket. By a stone from the right pocket of my great trousers. By a stone from the right pocket of my great By a stone from the left pocket. Which I replaced by the stone which was in my mouth. As soon as I had finished sucking it.
hold of me again. It drew again on the right pocket of my great coat. Certain of not taking the same stone as the last time. And while I sucked it, I arranged other stones in the way I've just described, and so on. But the solution did not satisfy me fully. What did not escape me that by an extraordinary hazard, the four stones circulating thus might always be the same form. In which case, far from sucking the sixteen stones, turn and turn about, it was really only sucking four, always the same, turn and turn about. But I shuffled them all in my pockets before I began to suck and again while I sucked, before transferring them in the hope of obtaining a more general circulation of the stones from pocket to pocket. But this was only a makeshift.
that is to say, one after the other, until their number was exhausted. Had I had eight pockets, for example, instead of the four I did have, then even the most diabolical hazard could not have prevented me from sucking at least eight of my sixteen stones turn and turn about. The truth is, I should have needed sixteen pockets in order to be quite easy in my mind, and for a long time I could see no other conclusion than this, that short of having sixteen pockets, each with its stone, I could never reach the goal I had set myself, short of an extraordinary hazard. And if, at a pinch, I could double the number of my pockets, were it only by dividing each pocket in two, with the help of a few safety bills, I say, to quadruple them seemed to be more than I could manage, and I did not feel inclined to take all that trouble for a half measure. For I was beginning to lose all sense of measure, after all this wrestling and wrangling, and to say all or nothing. And if I was tempted for an instant to establish a more equitable proportion between my stones and my pockets by reducing the former to the number of the latter, so I had to seek out So I had to had to So I had I could see. I had to. I did. I could see. How to be more 
then I could, I could see no other conclusion. I could see. I did not feel inclined to take all that. I could see. So I had to. I could manage. I could see. I did. Seemed to be more than I could manage. That was Sucking Stones by the artist that goes under the name Redacted Bell. If you are interested in more of their work, they have a wide variety, actually. Um, You can visit their Bandcamp at redacted-bell.bandcamp.com. And I actually uh, discovered this artist through a friend of mine who um, played vibraphone on that track. Um, And uh, they're both based out in Los Angeles, California. So kind of a cool um, hidden gem that I came across. Hope you enjoyed listening to that. I would say we had a lovely variety of music and ways that composers incorporate spoken word into this episode today. Um, I don't think that this is a topic we're going to not revisit. Um, There's so much spoken word that's used out there in music. So look on the future. If you really enjoyed this episode, uh, drop us a line and, you know, request it because we love to uh, explore different stuff, even if it's topics that we've uh, visited before. As always, Relevant Tones is a product of Access Contemporary Music. Find out more at acmusic.org. And I've been your host, Austin Williams. Thanks for joining me today. The bodega used to be a grocery store. The liquor store used to be a pizza parlor. This cafe used to be an Italian restaurant. That kiosk used to be Joe, an old man on a little stool. The yoga studio used to be a butcher's. The bar with jars of M&Ms on the counter used to be a candy store. This park used to be a park.